Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Amrit's Podcast, episode 363. Today is Monday, March 28th, 2022. And today is also the 15th anniversary of the Amrit's Podcast, and that's my topic for today. I uploaded the first episode on March 28th, 2007, and that episode had a name. It was called You Gotta Start Someplace. Although you wouldn't know that from the show notes that used to be on my blog, because I, I titled that blog post, A Podcast Is Up. <laughs> Which is probably one of the least original titles I ever gave a blog post. I got much better at that and at titling um, podcast episodes for that matter. The, the truth is that when I put that up, I was really nervous about how it was going to be received. I thought that, you know, I might get all sorts of bad comments and insults and all sorts of stuff. And it's funny how some things don't change. <laughs> I originally, I started those recording those episodes using a USB headset, you know, the kind with the, where the mic swings down, except the one I had was really, really cheap and eventually snapped. <laughs> it was that cheap. But the quality of the recording was not great. And when I first started my podcast, it was done on a PC using Audacity. And then in 2008, I got, Nigel and I both got iMacs, and then I started doing it in GarageBand, which is pretty much what I've been using ever since. But in that early episode, I was using this USB headset, and it, it was an awful, <laughs> it was an awful episode, because I didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't know how to talk, I didn't know how to not say um all the time. It Anyway, but my first technological advance actually still ha happened when I was still using that particular audio setup, because I found out that if you take the cord, the USB cable, and put it behind your neck rather than have it hang down your shirt, it eliminates virtually all of the, of the sound of the cord drag dragging across your shirt which the mic picks up, even, although not directly, it's, it's, the, it's more the vibration sort of thing. So that was my very first technical, technological advance. But then the following January, for my birthday that year, this was my birthday in 2008, Nigel bought me all kinds of audio equipment. He bought me the microphone I still use, which is a Behringer C1. It's a condenser mic. He bought me a M-Audio interface. It had uh, jack points for two uh, XLR jack points for two different mics. Plus, um, it was actually dual. You could use the, the big one, which I can't remember the name of, but, you know, the big kind that, like, headphones often have. And I used that for years. And I was able to get the equivalent of Mix Minus without actually using Mix Minus. Now, podcasters and so on will know what I'm talking about, but it, but it basically means that you can record other people, like, say, over Skype or what have you, without hearing yourself mixed in so you don't hear echoes and that sort of thing. To this day, I don't know how it worked because Nigel set it up. And to be very honest, it could have been by accident. So he was responsible for a massive upgrade in my sound. We got got me a shock mount for my mic so that if I bumped the desk, it wouldn't be picked up by the mic. Got a, um, a windscreen to shield the mic so that I wouldn't breathe on it, you know, do the plosives, the pop, pop, pop sort of thing. And he, meanwhile, was getting equipment because he wanted to do audio recording. He, he actually wanted to mix songs himself. He wanted to do his own mixes. And then he got interested in doing radio. He had done, he had had a radio channel, uh, low, low Power FM in Powerwell, where we used to live. He wanted to do that again in, in Auckland, when we moved back to Auckland in 2006. And never quite got around to it. And then he started thinking about doing shows and things. And so he was experimenting with all of that. And he had, he bought an audio mixer. It was a Multimix 8 Firewire mixer. He decided he didn't want that anymore, and he, up, he upgraded. Actually, he bought several mixers over the years. 
but that one he didn't need anymore, so he gave it to me. And I used that for many, many, many years. And in fact, the only reason I stopped using it is because FireWire was discontinued and I didn't have any equipment that could use a FireWire mixer anymore. So for a time, I went back to that M-Audio thing, but one of the channels started to go and I ended up buying a blue icicle interface, which is a USB thing that plugs it's basically a little preamp you plug an xlr mic into one end and the other end is a usb cable that connects to your computer and that's what i've been using for the past couple of years i think or no more than that probably three years anyway maybe maybe more nigel's the one who told me about it and then i went and found the best price online and ordered it and got it <laughs> that was one of the few things i did independently over the years i also bought uh, on special i got a set of two small behringer condenser mics i think they're called c2 i can't remember and i use them i got them originally so that i could do you know guest shots and or guest um podcasts and things but i only ever ended up using them with nigel and we used them i think at least once maybe twice when we recorded together from my podcast and when we were doing internet radio shows including with alternating with daniel brewer back in the day i used at least one of them i, I he had his own by then and by the way the microphone he bought himself i can't it's a road microphone i can't remember what it's called but I have not seen it since we moved out of Auckland's North Shore in February of 2017. I never saw it at the old house, and I haven't seen it since I've moved into this house. And I've unpacked nearly everything that was his. I have zero idea whatever happened to it. But um, hopefully it'll turn up eventually because it is a good mic and I wouldn't mind using it. So those are my technological advances over the years. Meanwhile, I've gotten a little bit better at things like learning how to do voice modulation and phrasing and... Timing, maybe, even, <laughs> perhaps. And I've still, I still get a little bit too, um, too obsessive about editing, especially editing out the ums and ahs and dead air and, and all that sort of thing. But basically, my philosophy with that has always been that it's important to respect the listener. And I always try to remove dead space and ums primarily to keep it moving at a good pace. Because I figure if somebody's going to give me the honor of giving me some of their time, then I have an, an obligation to try to make that as good as I can. And so that's what I've been trying to do for many years now. It, it took me a while to learn how, <laughs> but it's what my goal has been for many, many years. Over the years, I've talked a lot about changes I wanted to make and things I wanted to do, and virtually none of them ever came true. I wanted to have lots more, uh, a lot more guests again, or I wanted to have some guests again, and it just wasn't working out for a whole bunch of reasons, none the least of which is that we went through some difficult times over the years since I started this podcast. I've talked about this in, in some places. I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast, but in 2010, the various governments of Auckland amalgamated into one called Auckland Council. And we lived in what was called North Shore City at the time, and Nigel worked for Auckland City, which was on the other side of the harbor, other side of the bridge. And eventually it became one. It all became Auckland Council. He was uh, shoulder-tapped to be part of the transition team to work on amalgamating the various things of the different councils into one operation. And his particular thing was with customer service because that was his background. But he was really worried about what was going to happen because there was no guarantee he was going to have a job when all the dust settled. And he was really, really, really worried about that. And I tried to tell him, he said, well, what are, what are we going to do if I lose my job? And I said, we'll do what we've always done. We'll get through it. And I even told him at one point because he was worried about how we were going to make ends meet. And I said, well, we can, his car was always leased. 
because that way he could get a new car every three years, roughly. And I said, well, we'll return your car. My car's paid for. We'll just use that until we get back on our feet. We'll manage, I kept telling him. I don't think it helped because he started having trouble with anxiety again. He started having panic attacks. And it got so bad that there were a lot of times when he needed me to go with him to meetings he was having, not literally to the meeting, but ride with him in the car, because then he knew I was there and he wouldn't have a panic attack. And so we did that for months. And there were um, there was one time when he needed me to drive to him in the city so that I could follow him back home so he could drive over the bridge. During that time, I was, I was doing some live podcasts on Pride 48. And there were a lot of episodes at that time where I canceled them at the last minute. And that was why. is because Nigel had rung me and said, I need you to, to meet me in the city to, at, at such and such a place. And I would go. And, you know, I'd drop what I was doing and I would go. I'd just send a message saying, sorry, podcast canceled or whatever. So that time was a particularly bad time for us and for him in particular. But we got through that too. And then some years later, we moved to South Auckland. We moved to an area that was called Franklin District. And we did that primarily because he had, he had he did get a job with Auckland Council. He became the group manager for customer services. And he moved the, the call center and a lot of the customer service operations to Manukau, which is the largest area in South Auckland. So we moved down there. And it took me quite a while after we moved in in order to be able to get set up in order to be able to podcast again, because we moved uh, February 25th of 2017. You know how it goes. It takes a while to get the uh, internet working, er, hooked up again, and all that sort of thing. Plus which, my office was buried and stuff, and it took me... (laughs) Some things don't change. (laughs) My office was buried, and it took me quite a while to find the bits and pieces to put back together to start again. And then, of course, it was only oh, two and a half years after after that that he died. And because I didn't wasn't the least bit interested in podcasting when that happened, and I didn't resume again until 2020. And one of the only episodes I did was the uh, what was that? Would that have been the 13th anniversary episode? And then I didn't do another one for a year. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a checkered history. But over that time, my overall goal or whatever hasn't really changed that much. I originally wanted to talk about, on the podcast, I wanted to talk more about New Zealand, about what it's like being an expat and all that sort of stuff. And I pretty much did over the 15 years. Over time, it became more about me and my life, particularly from 2016 on when I had the heart issues. And over the time that I've been doing this podcast, we've lost several fur babies and they became topics as well. So basically, this podcast has been an audio equivalent of a YouTube vlog, except that I don't do shopping hauls. Although I did that once on my blog recently, a sort of tongue-in-cheek blog post about uh, some stuff I bought. Yeah, so it's not it's not exactly analogous to a vlog. Um, some vlogs maybe, but m- more of them, you know, they, they take you shopping with them and all that sort of stuff. And I don't do any of that, obviously. I haven't recorded outside of my house in years. For a time, I used to take my little Edderall digital recorder with me so I could record in the car, or I could, when I had a part-time job, I used to go to um, a park nearby and have my lunch and record a quick episode or part of an episode anyway. But I haven't done that in years. And of course, when I ended up here in Hamilton, I had the same problem I had back in 2017. I didn't know where all the equipment was and it took me a while to get everything all together and set up and ready to go. So where to from here? The short answer is, I don't have a clue. (laughs) 
some, like I said, some things don't change. Uh, for now, anyway, I'm planning on continuing as before. I'm not planning that there will be any change or interruption or adaptation or whatever you want to call it. I can't say that there won't be, but, you know, whatever. One never knows what the future holds, and so I'm pretty much going to keep doing what I'm doing. Now, one time I did think seriously about, essentially, that I would video myself recording the audio podcast and then have two different audiences. And part of the reason I was thinking that, thinking about doing that, is because um, there's far more interaction on YouTube than there is on any of the other media that I engage in. Instagram is probably a close second, or can be anyway. But I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not set up to do any video at this moment. Although I do have some photo lights that I bought a few months ago, last year, I think it was, because I wanted to do more photography. It was about that more than about video. But nevertheless, I got these things. And so I have, I pretty much have the equipment. I just don't have the space at the moment because my office is still a tip. The garage is a tip. And I don't know that I will do that in a basically video version of the of this podcast or if I will continue to do audio only. I just, I don't know. I know that there are podcasters who do both or do it that way. They'll do the video and the, and release the audio separately. And maybe, maybe something I'll do. Maybe I, if this is, if I return make, to making um, videos at all, I haven't made one in nearly five years. And if I do, is it nearly five years? It might be more than five years now. I think it'll be six years this year. If I do resume making videos, that's a whole different kettle of fish. I don't know what that's going to look like, but then that's not surprising because I don't know what the podcast or blogger will look like either. What I do know is that for the foreseeable future, it will con- all of this stuff will continue on pretty much as it always has. No ads, no promotions, no partnerships, nothing, just me. And some people may not like that sort of thing. Some people may not like it just being me. And I can't promise that there will be anything other than just me. There may be, you never know, but I can't promise that. But I think what I'm going to do today is I'm going to end up, or finish with, I should say, something I posted to my blog and later to Facebook on the occasion of the 15 years of the Airman's podcast. So that's this. 15 years ago today, March 28, 2007, I posted the first episode of my Airman's podcast. Despite all of the challenges over the years, it continues to this very day. Literally, I'll post an episode later today. I have no idea how much longer I'll keep doing this, but when has that ever not been the case? I began the podcast some six months after my blog, and both have chronicled my interests of the moment, things about New Zealand, and especially my life. All of that is completely different now than it was back then, and the changes to my life are so deep and profound that I can no longer promise more than one podcast episode or one more blog post at a time. On the other hand, I found out that it's useful to have them as I explore this new universe I now live in. An explorer needs a journal to record their discoveries, and my blog and podcast have become that for me, an explorer's journal. On the other hand, I found out that it's useful to have them as I explore this new universe I now live in. An explorer needs a journal to record their journeys, and my blog and podcast have become that for me, an explorer's journal. Apparently, some others occasionally find them useful, too. I doubt either my blog or podcast will still be going 15 years from now, not only because I'll be 78, assuming I'm even still around, of course, but also probably mostly because no one knows what the world will be like, assuming Vlad doesn't end up killing us all, of course. After all, YouTube began less than two years before I started my audio podcast, 
and Apple added podcast support to iTunes, RIP, only a couple months after YouTube launched. YouTube has grown enormously, and podcasts have, well, changed. Maybe in 2037, content will be beamed directly into our brains, or we'll be living in a corporation-controlled metaverse, or maybe we'll be back to painting pictures of our lunch or foraging halls under cave walls. Who knows? The one thing I now truly understand that I didn't actually get in 2007 is that nothing, good or bad, lasts forever. Each day I tell myself, don't worry about a future we cannot see, and instead make every day as good as it can be. Be kind, try to make the world we live in right now a better place, and then maybe that future will be pretty much okay when it arrives. And maybe find a way to keep an explorer's journal of some sort. I also now understand how much that helps, too. And that's it for the first 15 years of the Airman's Podcast. No idea where this is going to go, because I have no idea where I'm going to go. But stick around and we'll see what happens. Thanks for being a part of this amazing journey, and I'll talk to you soon. Kakite no. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Airman's Podcast at airmanspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website. <laughs>